hello before we get started i do want to say that i originally um uploaded this episode on march 5th 2021 but it wasn't like really where i wanted it to be audio wise so i am re-recording it if you already listened to this episode i'm not adding really anything to it honestly um if you want to listen to it again go for it. She's an awesome person. And it totally like aligns with uh, Women's History Day, International Women's Day and all that. So um, if if you want to hear a story about a a really like badass Iceni queen, this is the one to listen to. Uh, If you want a refresher about how awesome she is, this is the one to listen to. Uh, If not, I will see you hopefully this Friday with another new episode. Okay, let's get started. Hello, history nerds and historians. My name is Christina and this is Effed Up History. This is where we talk about a little tidbit from history. It's super fucked up. (laughs) International Women's Day is March 8th. And in honor of that, we're going to talk about a badass woman from history named Boudicca. So sit back, relax and practice your oh good God, what the fuck faces. Boudicca was a Celtic queen that lived around 60 in the common era. Most of the information we have about her is from the Romans, namely a man named Tacitus, who was a Roman senator and historian that lived around that time. He was a small child, apparently, when this like whole event of today's story went down. But uh, he probably grew up hearing stories about this. Kind of weird, though, because like he doesn't paint her in a negative light. Um, so who was telling him these stories? It's like in the Chamber of Secrets in, in Harry Potter, when, when Dobby's all like, Dobby has heard amazing things about Master Harry Potter, but like, in the Malfoy household, like, who, who is saying amazing things about Harry Potter? Um, insert Draco is in love with Harry fan fiction here. Uh, also, J.K. Rowling is trash, but Harry Potter defined my childhood. So uh, I make a lot of Harry Potter references, even though, um, I don't support TERFs. So if you're trans, you're welcome here. If you're J.K. Rowling, get the fuck out. Anyway, uh, when Boudicca was 18, she married Prasitagus, who was king of the Iceni tribe in modern day Anglia, which is like East England. Um, for any of us who are terrible with geography, a.k.a. Americans who don't learn about anything. Now, the Celts were barbarians, which I hate that word because it's so xenophobic uh, of the time. It literally comes from like the Greek to talk about other groups of people making fun of the way they talked because they thought it sounded like bar, 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 bar. It literally would be like uh, if we called anyone who spoke a different language blah, blahians just because we, we couldn't understand what they were saying. It, it's like extremely xenophobic. But uh, <laughs> anyway, a lot like how the Vikings are portrayed, the, the Iceni women were not as oppressed. Um, it wasn't believed that they belonged only in the home. They trained as warriors and were like strong and fierce and 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 did not take anyone's shit. So Boudicca and her husband ruled the Iceni people and amassed considerable wealth. Happening at the same time was the Roman conquest of southern Britain. The Romans let Prasitagus continue to rule as an ally. 
and to try to like appease and and foster good relationships between the Iceni tribe and Rome, um, the king, Prasetagus, rewrote his will and left half of his wealth to his daughters and his wife. And because he didn't have any sons, like the patriarchy had to get its share. And the other half went to the Roman emperor, Nero, uh, who's, who's one of the worst criminals in all of history. So... So, of course, this went really well. Um, the whole peace and good relations thing lasted. Uh, I mean, it didn't happen. Uh, after Prasetagus died, the Romans ravaged the kingdom. They they publicly whipped Boudicca in the street. They raped her daughters. And they took everyone, even the royalty, as slaves. So Boudicca led her people and other Celtic tribes in a revolt and attacked. I can never say this word. Attacked Com. Camolodunum. 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 It's modern Colchester. Tacitus wrote that the statue of victory erected there fell off her base and lay on the ground with a face averted as if the goddess yielded to the enemies of Rome. Within the council chamber, screams were heard in a foreign accent. The sea purpled with blood and when the tides ebbed, traces of bodies were left in the sand and the vastly outnumbered Romans were overtaken and the colony lay waste with fire and sword. And I want to emphasize an army of barbarians led by a woman overthrew a Roman colony and girl we are not done two days later commander Petilius Serialis came to the defense and and Boudicca and the Celtic tribes marched on to meet him and they cut the infantry in to pieces and the Romans retreated then they marched to London which wasn't a Roman colony but was the heart of trade Roman army led by Ro- Roman governor Suetonius retreated, left behind those who he deemed could not come due to their age or the, quote, weakness of their sex. And no tears could change the general's mind. And when the Celts came, none were spared. Although I do find it funny that Tacitus mentions the, quote, weakness of sex here, clearly referring to women. When the army that was slaughtering all of these Romans and overtaking cities was led by a fucking woman, which tells me that perhaps the, the, the quote, weakness of, of their sex might refer to the Romans. Um, or or maybe we just shouldn't bring sex and gender into this at all and just say the Iceni tribes were better, the Celts were better, and the Romans were cowards. So the Iceni tribes continued to make their way through, chasing after the Roman army, taking over any cities that they could, and they plundered their riches. Tacitus says that they massacred at least 70,000 Romans and Roman allies, but remarked that military skills were not the talent of the barbarians because they didn't like rape and take people as slaves because, you know, they were decent human beings. At this point, Suetonius gathered an army of about 10,000 people and chose a spot to camp out that was surrounded by woods um, and because he didn't want to make himself vulnerable to an ambush. So the Celts had no choice but to attack from the front, which I mean is a good military strategy. But I think it also shows how like fucking scared he was of Boudicca and the army that she was leading. So, so they just sort of like sat there. And laid in wait until the Celts came into this open field. And the Celts just like marched straight in. No formation, just weapons drawn on the field. Like, yeah, we're fucking here. What you gonna do about it? Fight me. Fucking bring it. I am ready. We will shed Roman blood today. And Boudicca in her fucking chariot with her daughters by her side starts riding through the crowd, giving this empowering speech. Like, this is not the first time that y'all have been led by a woman, but I am not gonna 
to sit here and boast about how wonderful women are and about the long line of female leaders, because it is a long line of female leaders. But you know our history. We aren't here to regain our wealth or win back our lands. We are here for fucking revenge. Revenge against the whippings that I received. Revenge against the raping of my daughters, of your daughters. Revenge against our brothers and sisters that have been taken into slavery. We are here to teach these Roman bastards a lesson. These prideful, fucking arrogant Romans to which nothing is sacred, who treat the olds like the scourges of society, who demean women, who forcefully deflower their virgins and disrespect literally everyone in their society that is not the fucking emperor and friends of the fucking emperor and with their lives they will pay for this disrespect look at them even now cowering hiding in the forest shrinking back with terror and look at you you are proud you are fearless you are warlike remember our motives and why we fight we will not run we will not hide we will not back down and here and now we will either conquer them or we will die with glory and there is no other option and to quote tacitus quote though i am but a woman my resolution is fixed holy fuck what a goddamn speech like i who would join this in a fucking second i want to go fight the romans like i think about speeches in movies <laughs> like i think of like leonidas and 300 where he's like spartans ready your breakfast and eat hearty for tonight we dine in hell which like side note hell wasn't a thing for the greeks it would have been more like tonight we dine in the underworld if we receive the proper burial rights which they probably wouldn't because uh we're all slaughtered by an army from a different country that don't recognize our beliefs but that's besides the point the speech doesn't motivate me it doesn't make me want to fight i don't want to dine in the underworld i want to like dine at my kitchen table i want to like dine while like uh, you know huddled over the counter scooping food into my mouth quickly before my son realizes what I'm eating but but Boudicca's speech like I want to go fight the Romans I don't care that 2,000 years has passed like I will build a fucking time machine and go join the legions and probably die instantly because I have no skills whatsoever with a sword or a weapon but I will die with glory <laughs> meanwhile Suetonius hears this and he's like yeah I, I'm going to address my army too. I can give a, a rousing speech as well. I'm not going to be emasculated by this bamf of a woman riding around on her, on her chariot. Uh, hey, 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 everybody. Uh, <clears throat> listen to those yucky barbarians. It's not actually what he calls them. He calls them undisciplined barbarians. Um, but I just feel like yucky fits this character better. Um, and he talks about like how the women outnumber the men and, and like, like, what does that say about them? These are bastards and, and people who, who run away from your sword. It's like, hold on a second. Aren't you the ones who have been like running away the whole time? There are flaws in your speech, Suetonius. And then he talks about like immortal glory and victory and blah, 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 blah. And it worked. I mean, the soldiers like burned with impatience and quote, warlike vigor and charge and Celts advanced with ferocity. But the Romans, I mean, they were powerful for a reason. Like they were conquerors for a reason. If you take highly skilled and trained warriors with formations and military strategies against a group 
that you know are warriors but they don't have like a, a cohesive military front like they're all from different tribes perhaps the Iceni fight different from another tribe that they've banded together I mean it's an unequal fight the the Celts were unfortunately just completely slaughtered Tacitus says that they lost over 80,000 people and and women and old were not spared just like the Celts did not spare the women and the old in the cities that they overtook when Boudicca heard of their loss when she when she was standing on the battlefield and she noticed the loss the sheer amount of loss and and how there was no way that they were going to win she poisoned herself because that was much better than the fate that faced her which would have at best been a really terrible execution and at worst uh, would probably be a slave most likely of the sexual nature the story of Boudicca was revived during the English Renaissance, and she continues today to even be an important cultural figure in the UK. And it's no question why. She's amazing. And uh, she's a fierce and strong woman. She is extremely empowering. <laughs> I'm just like so honored to talk about her and tell her story today. So happy International Women's Day. Go out there and be like Boudicca and like crush the fucking patriarchy. I swear. Um, by the way, since St. Patrick's Day is next week. This story has to do about the Celts. Remember, side note, bonus story for you, little, little, little tidbit of trivia. St. Patrick, whose name wasn't even Patrick at all, but Palladius, um, didn't run actual snakes out of Ireland. Scientists believe that there were never snakes in Ireland to begin with. What he did run out were the Celtic people, namely the pagan group, often associated with them being the Druids. They were regarded as snakes because of their, quote, ungodly worship and uh, because it's believed that many of them had large snake tattoos down their arms because for them, snakes were seen as a symbol of wisdom. So um, while you're drinking your green beer and uh, wearing your green clothing and, and pinching people who aren't wearing green, just remember, it's Happy Druid Massacre Day. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people who identify as like Irish uh, or Celtic who who don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day for that very reason. So yeah, super fun note to end on. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Um, if you have a story from history or mythology that you'd like to hear me discuss, please reach out. I'm always looking for, for new ideas and new stories to discuss. You can email me at fdephistory at gmail.com or you reach out on any of my socials, which are at fdephistory. Um, you can also subscribe or leave a review if you like what you heard. And remember, history may be watching you, so don't fuck it up and stick it to the motherfucking patriarchy. Oh, bye. Thank you.